ultimately you decided it would be safer to leave rather than spend another night in Glaceum with Morbash and whoever else uh, Diego Tain may have hired to pursue you in some capacity. A little bit of an Irish goodbye probably be the best case scenario for everybody here. So um, you begin traveling south. Set up camp for the first night. Travel for a couple of hours beforehand. Mostly in darkness. It's strange coming back to... Uh, tenting and bedrolls once again after spending weeks in Glaceum in just more and more lavish beds. The ones in the palace, for example, were goose feather by the end. So you're missing it, missing that. We were living the high life. <laughs> palace. Eels. Living like kings. Exactly. But the weather is fair and it's a very clear night. First time in a while you're able to really look up and see a full sky of stars. As you guys are bedding in, perhaps setting up a fire to warm up a bit before tucking into bed, are there any discussions anybody wants to have? Um, I'd want to stand on like the outskirts of our campsite with the scope and kind of just look back towards Glacium. Um, mostly as a precaution for Morbash or anyone following our group. Um, wanting to make sure that no one was aware of our leaving and also... Um, you know, we're, where we're heading is to Vivian, so we don't want any other parties being aware of that's, you know, where we're going and who we're fi trying to find. And so I'm just kind of trying to scout out, making sure that, as far as we can tell, that we're alone out here. Go ahead and make a perception check. Uh, that's an 11. Okay. But as you look out and reflect back on your exit from Glaceum, you know that you made a pretty um, effective uh, exodus from the city. Um, we'll, we'll retroactively say that perhaps you left under the guise of going out to a tavern or something like that and slipped away instead. I'll walk back by him and say, what you looking for? <laughs> I'm just trying to ensure that we're alone out here and that no one's uh, following us or aware of where we're heading. Maybe it'd be better if uh, someone with eyes looked. Tosh, it's okay. I've actually 
my eyesight's actually well I can't see anymore, but I can I can tell much more than I could before. So it's okay. If I have this with me, then then we're good. I'll take a look out as well just to make sure he's not missing anything. You cast your eyes in that direction. All you see in the distance is the uh, base of the Glacier Mountain extending up into the clouds and disappearing altogether. And you can only see it very faintly. Down near the bottom, you see the golden lights of reflected fires and lamps from the city. But too far and too much tree cover to see the city itself. Just very... Uh, very end of hinting of the, that there might be civilization in that direction. Um, I'll turn to, to Tosh. If you don't believe me, watch this. And I'm going to pick up some rocks off the ground. And like, if I can like basically scan for like rabbits or anything, like any wildlife nearby and like basically throw rocks and like make them like scatter and stuff. Like just to show him like there's a rabbit right there. And <laughs> ferret right there. <laughs> okay, let's let's say um, for uh, for go ahead and make uh, three attack rolls, all with advantage. Yeah. All right. Uh, attack rolls, like what I just used, what I would use for like when I shoot and stuff. Yeah, just like ranged range roll. Yeah. Give me one sec. Advantage. First one. 22. Second one is a 25. Third one is a 24. Okay, so you, uh, he says, watch this and tosses a rock back towards the campfire only a few feet from it. And then picks up a second stone, throws it, and hits the rock closer to the fire. Throws a third, knocking the rock completely into the flames. While he's doing that, I'm going to try and like reach in his money pouch. I will deflect his, his hand like, as hey, a reaction. I get a sleight of hand. <laughs> But I, can, for it. I, can, I can sense everything you're doing within 10 feet of me. Like, I can see, like... Yeah, he can intimately it's see. A, it's not It's I, not even eyesight. He doesn't need to be, be looking at you to have a full awareness. Even invisible creatures he can see within 10 feet. All right. Does that, does that put your mind at ease? Yeah. Diego gets uh, all the watches tonight, everyone. Sleep well. I mean, I, I would appreciate some rest after taking down three of Morbash's men. I think we're safest in your hands. I mean, if you feel that way, then I guess I, I could. I'm taking first watch. Oh, thank you, Athena. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, so Athena I'm... takes first watch. Go make a perception check. And this will count uh, basically cumulatively for the next couple of evenings. Uh, 
that you'll be traveling. And while I'm doing this, I would want to summon the owl. The owl comes uh, swooping in, landing, uh, perching on your shoulder. And that is a 23 for perception. 23. You look out, scan the horizon as best you can what little bits there are. It's a very calm night. You eventually get distracted by the stars and the owl itself almost blends in with the night sky, just the decoration of its uh, natural feathering. Um, it's deep, inky blue color with small dots of white. Um, I would want to pull out that feather that I've had with me my whole life. The one that I've always carried with me as my bookmark. And uh, studying it, and it is the same kind of feather, correct? Is that one? Correct. So, um, and remembering what happened with the feather that Vivian had, I would want to cast Identify on it and see if anything happens or becomes of that. So you go ahead and cast Identify on that. Um, you don't get anything from it initially. And as you're looking at it, twirling it between like your fingers, spinning around back and forth, the uh, owl itself comes forward and pecks at it a little bit. Um, as its beak makes contact with your hand, you suddenly hear... And a voice. Wait, you can hear me? And then the owl flies away, spooked once again. Get back! Yes? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'll let it be spooked for now. Um, well, then I had, since I pulled the bookmark out and I have the book that Vivian gave me out and open, um, I'd want to study that some more. So you continue to study that book. And you notice there are some distinct differences. Go ahead and make an investigation check. 
19. Progress is slow. It's still not as natural as it is reading. It's more like deciphering as you go, trying to, you know, figure out what each letter, you know, relates to, uh, to an, uh, for example, like each letter re relates to like a number one through 26, but you aren't getting used to it. It's like each time you have to go and reference the, the individual letter just to figure things out. There is mention of a trial that occurs. And further down, it gets more detailed about a war or battle, something cataclysmic that occurred. And you get to a portion where you think you've translated it incorrectly. Where it states near the end of the book that all of the Atlantean gods were slain. That's as much progress as you're able to make. Okay. Okay, who's next on watch? I will wake Hosh. Okay. Ooh. You're up. You're up. Athena, hmm? do you still have my birth certificate? Yes. Would you mind if I uh, took that back? Sorry, no. our dog got tangled <laughs> up and stuff. Could I have that back? Produce it. Thank you. Um, I want to just spend some time just reflecting, I guess, looking at it, seeing if there's anything, because this is the one thing that Orson gave me and told me to find Vivian with this rolled up scroll. Right. Go ahead and make... 
um, an insight check with advantage. Thinking back on his words and trying to figure out what his exact meaning was. An eight. An eight. Not entirely sure. But, you know, you're on the way to finding Vivian, you know that, or you're hopeful of that. But you feel like there's something that you're missing. Something that should be obvious into your uh, specific inquiry. All right. I'll uh, put it away in a safe place. Mm -hmm. um, you get the idea that maybe bringing it up um, with the others might grant further insight. Maybe just your perspective alone at this time. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so go ahead and make a perception check, please. Eight. Eight also. Eight all around, okay. Okay. Um, the night goes on. No significant uh, events unfold. Who do you get up next? I'll wake up uh, Diego. Okay. Diego. You're muted. muted. Uh -huh. I have a question about uh, while I was sleeping before Tosh wakes me up. Um, how does that go for me as I'm trying to sleep after I'm, I'm trying to understand a little bit about what's happened with Oculus, if that affects how I sleep or not, or is that not? not so right? as you are resting, you know, lying down, it's weird closing your eyes to Lie down for sleep is a completely different feeling now. Eventually, your mind quiets and you make your way into a sleep state where you begin seeing unusual things you see a building a tall tower 
glistening in the sunlight. Diego does not recognize this tower, but for some reason, you do recognize this tower. Its architecture is completely foreign yet familiar at the same time. Then there's a flash forward and you see the sky has darkened, lightning striking everywhere as the tower comes crashing down. And that's when you wake up. If that's if that's how it's that ends, then I'll like almost like reach out and like grab Tosh as he's like waking me up, like like grabbing his arm like super tight, like just as a reaction to that. But then like letting go slowly as I recognize it's Tosh. Hey. You okay? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. A bit paranoid? Sure. You could put it that way. Hard. Tosh, make a perception check. Seven. <laughs> okay. It's doing great. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Tasha, it's just hard to not it's hard to sleep when you can't just close your eyes to drown out everything around you but I'll survive it's just taking some I'm just adjusting to this because this is strange but we'll be fine it's all good. Maybe it's better you just stay up all night like I suggested. <laughs> and just never sleep. Just yeah. meditate. Huh. Do you know how to meditate? Not particularly. It's a really good idea. There were some nights on the ship when I had watch. But I felt like I'd go into some sort of trance or things like that. Just the soft rocking of the waves, the sea, the stars. But I didn't really explore it that much. I really like that. I think that's... Maybe that's how I can kind of block out all of what I'm feeling right now. Thank you, Tosh. Good luck. Thanks. Go get some rest. All right. Ready for my watch. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. 
Perception. An 11. If Evan, well, um, your watch uh, is very uneventful. Don't notice anything unusual as you wait. Eventually, uh, please go ahead. Oh, just during that time, just because of what Tosh said, I, I'd like to try and, like, I don't know, quiet my mind or try and, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, he, when he said meditate, it, it resonated with me, and I'm, so I'm right. trying to... So, like, you go yeah, ahead and, you know, you quiet your mind. You try to listen, not just the sound around you, but the motion of the forest, the flow of the nearby streams, everything at once. Go ahead and make a wisdom check, please. Okay. Twenty. Okay. And as you think and meditate and concentrate, everything does just that, it quiets, it begins to fade away. You feel very at peace for the first time in a while. And you get an unusual sense, an out-of-body experience, perhaps a transcendent experience, but you feel like you are watching yourself in this state. You have no power over what's occurring you are just an audience member in the show that's completely out of your control. You feel lost for a moment, but Diego doesn't feel lost. He knows where he is. And you get some comfort in that, that you've been paired with someone like that. And you shake, uh, getting a little too existential on yourself. It's really weird feeling like that. Um, eventually, you just come back to full at yourself and shake out of it uh try, trying to trying to refocus on that but it was such a bizarre experience you're not sure what to make of it 
and I'll just let out a like a deep like sigh, just kind of like calming down <laughs> from <laughs> that. Um, right. Yeah, and I'll just ponder and then wait until my watch ends. Okay. And I assume you wake Rio up. That would be that would be correct. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Rio, as you are gently awakened by Diego, um, go ahead and make a perception check. Nineteen. Um, there's something unusual about Diego's hair. Yeah? There is a, like, streak of white in it. How was your watch, Diego? <laughs> well, I tried... Tasha and I talked when he woke me up for my watch about meditating... And I, I tried that out, and it was, it was a very interesting experience, to say the least. Okay. <laughs> you should try it. If, it was, you know, found a lot of a lot of peace. Felt a bit strange for a little bit of it, but besides that, it was very, very good experience. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is there something wrong? There's something in your hair. Can I... May I? Uh, of course. I'm going to touch his hair to see what's going on there. <laughs> uh, you go ahead and run through it for a moment. Um, go ahead and make a medicine check. The stress. <laughs> it's getting to me. <laughs> Well, you're not sure, but you've heard of sometimes traumatic events can occur and somebody can go through something that affects them in such a way that it even affects their hair, like they'll get white streaks in their hair. That's what you've heard. But something instinctual tells you that's not what's happening here. But you have no basis for that. All right. Have a good sleep. Was there something with my hair? Yeah, you've got a white streak in your hair now, Diego. A white streak? Mm-hmm. Huh. How did that happen? You tell me. I don't know. I didn't I didn't do anything to my hair. <laughs> you think Athena was doing a prank or something? This will be hilarious. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh. Well, then I don't know. So, does it look good? <laughs> yeah. 
Very becoming. Great. Okay. Well, have a good watch. See you in the morning. Good night. Good night. Um, okay. I would want to try out this violin. Yeah, okay. But I'll go step far enough away from camp so I'm not disturbing everybody. No, play us, play us some, some, some lovely... I'm not going to wake you all up. I just want to try it out. I haven't even played it yet. Just do the young Frankenstein music. (laughs) 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 So yeah, you go ahead and give it a couple of quick strokes. It feels very natural, even being able to play it very silently or softly, melodically, for this brief moment without disturbing the others. It's almost second-hand, it's almost as easy as talking. You know that, you know, you're, you've never trained on this, so it's very bizarre. Um, okay. Well, I would love that. Like, I'm going to fall in love with this violin right here, right now. <laughs> um, well, okay. I've played a lot of instruments growing up, um... But the flute was probably something that I was told I had to do. And yeah, the lute doesn't actually belong to me. So I am really taking ownership of this violin right now. And um, I feel like the music that I'm making with it, given that it is galatine as well, um, would kind of help me focus where... I used to use music to portray my feelings, but I'm going to use music now to try and hone it in because I've spent the last several years pushing what I want and the things that I feel down so that it fits into what other people expect of me. And I'm going to use this violin to just like this time with this violin and the music that I'm making to figure out what it is that I want. And hopefully get some clarity about that. You focus in on the violin and you think back when you had seen Galatine in real life once before watching your mother practice. For a moment, 
you can almost access an Im an image. Galatine just basking in the sunlight, but somewhere else in the hands of someone completely unfamiliar. But that makes you uncomfortable, so you take a step back and once again with your mother. A realization sets over you and you take another step back and a young man standing up against what looks like a hideous malformed troll coming at him gripping ever so tightly as flames begin to circle around the blade take another step back and you're seeing glimpses of previous wielders but only hints and whispers and echoes they all culminate back to you You're part of something now. A single note in a symphony that's being written. But much more than that, not a single note. You are, you're one of many. You're going to be needed over and over for this thing to play out in the right fashion. You see uh, almost a vision of a sheet of music in front of you. And as you stare at it and look at the lyrics, the, the notes that are played, you see one of them fade away entirely and you're hearing this music play and then suddenly it's missing that note and it's not right. It's incomplete. But with that filled in, there is that harmony, that strum, that chime, and it begins to make sense the what those deities are all about is taking something up more than the uh, sum of its parts being something of being part of something grander impossible on your own yet impossible without you. Eventually you recenter back on yourself and the sound of crickets instead of violins fill your ears. 
าโอเค um I would like to cast sending message sending sending to whom I'd like to cast sending to Igneil please okay hey Igneil you up <laughs> hey you up new phone who dis okay and I'm gonna say Igneil I'm sorry we left so suddenly. Urgent business, and we were attacked. I wish I could have said goodbye. Please stay safe. I care about you. You'd hear back shortly after. I came by to look for you and your friends. You had already gone. I wish we had gotten a proper goodbye. Stay safe. I need you to stay safe. That's my cousin. You guys have a cousin thing happening. It's yeah, really fun. you guys are just trading cousins. <laughs> Been in this situation before. <laughs> oh no! We're not talking about real life, Cameron. Okay, come on. Oh, <laughs> that was exciting. Perception check? In, Go ahead and make a perception check. Oh, oh I know what that means. Oh, you don't want to insight on his message? Good. 20. 20. You got, got the message. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't notice anything... going on um, in the distance or beyond the tree line. There is uh, the beginnings of chirpings of morning birds and you see the sky to be, begin to become a dull blue as the sun is rising. That's the end of your watch. So, everybody gets up eventually. It's back on the road. During your travels, uh, this is going to be several days. We'll take into account your perception checks and everything like that f for the journey. But uh, during that time, 
Um, is there anything that anyone wanted to discuss with somebody in particular or perhaps as a group? Um, I wanted to talk to Tosh while we were maybe like while we're riding or just on the road. Okay. Um, so Tosh, I, uh, found that, um, I don't really need these gloves anymore that we've used for our act. Um, I, I'm curious if maybe, maybe you would be interested in them or if not, you know, I could maybe give them to one of the girls, but just since you and I were, you know, we're a, <laughs> we're an act, I thought, you know, maybe you'd like to hold on to them and use them. Maybe we can just shoot bullets back and forth at each other forever. <laughs> that sounds pretty exciting. <laughs> what color are they? They're black. All right. Just making sure it goes into my whole scheme. They're pink. <laughs> Hot pink gloves. <laughs> yeah, they're like they're like black with like um like almost, looks like webbing. I think is how it sort of looked. Cool. Yeah, I'll take those. Thanks, Diego. Yeah. Thought you know, I think you'd 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 enjoy being able to do something like that. That's lovely. What are they called again? Uh, gloves of missile snaring. Would you like me to pay you for them? I'd like you to pay Rio for them. Actually, they're not really mine to. How much were they? Three thousand. Uh, I have I have my debt listed in my character sheet. <laughs> Hang on. Let me find that for you. It's roughly like three hundred gold or two fifty or something like that. I think is what I still owe her. Okay. Gold, please. I don't care that much. Jeez. You can give you can give me some money to give to her. Uh, inventory debt. Um, oh, I I only owe her 160. I'd I'd been paying it off, so I had 160 left. I'll give you 150, but you have to work for the last 10. Well, I have the, I have the last 10, so it's okay. Okay. But if you want to give me 150, we'll swap, and then Sounds I'll good. I'll give that, and then I guess during the same day I would <laughs> like ride up next to to Rio. And just like without looking at her and stuff, like looking at the other way, just like toss over a bag with <laughs> with the, the gold in it. I probably get hit in the face with that because oh, he no he he brought it to your attention first. Okay, <laughs> but just toss that. I don't have you. blindsight. <laughs> no, I, I know. Thank you. You're welcome. I just. Wanted to to repay you for for what you did for me. Um, I've decided to to share them with uh, with Tosh, as I think you you saw. I kind of have <laughs> learned learned to do what they do, but without them. <laughs> so now yeah. we have two, now we have two people in the group that can catch bullets. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. 
even better. I would see Diego and Rio talking and kind of from behind. <laughs> so with Diego being the real Diego Tane, does that mean you two were actually betrothed? Are you two engaged? I'll like just like freeze up on the on the, the satellite. I mean, uh, I think you're engaged. Congratulations. <laughs> throw some rice in the air. Saw, saw, saw a nice thing going and uh, decided I... <laughs> Just had to ruin it. Rio, is that, is that true? It's true. Um... Uh, well, I was betrothed to the young Tane, and if that's really you, then yes. Huh. Even even though like we just recently found that out, it's still that still holds. It holds. <laughs> Shut up, Athena. <laughs> no, well, Keila filled the betrothal agreement so right so that's over then now right yeah I don't know you didn't marry the real Diego Tane I'm that's all I'm saying is if you believe your contract was binding and legal to the young Tane that would be Diego do we need to find a lawyer <laughs> I've, I've read many books Athena knows what she's talking about. I mean, that's that's true, you do. So, should we just make it official? No, that's okay. Alright, well, when you're ready. Ready for what? Settle down, I guess. I thought... <laughs> I thought Rio didn't didn't want it to be tied down that way with the, with the patrol. Diego, you're taking the fun out of it. Oh. Yay. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Never um, been in this situation before. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we'll, we'll figure that out later, I guess. I mean, it, it's really up to Rio. Like, I don't, I don't know. Are you considering it? <laughs> what? Are you considering it? Considering what? Marrying me? No, I was saying considering the, like, whether or not the, like, the patrol, like, holds up or not. I think that's your choice. Oh. Well, if it does, that means you and I are getting married. You understand that, right? Oh. No, I didn't. Oh. Okay. <laughs> huh. Don't worry about it. It's yeah. Easy. Okay.
Ready? <laughs> I have a question, Callan. As, as we walk along the borders of the Tenebris Forest, would I have any reason to be wary? Being from Mount Magnetos? You've been mindful of it this entire time. Go make a perception check. Doing real good with those today. Thirteen. Okay. Um, you know nothing unusual from the forest, though it has been basically. Uh, You know that it's about a mile uh, to your to your left to the east as you're traveling south. Just skirting the border, it'd be much more difficult were you to actually enter the forest itself. But you keep a mindful watch. Because uh, we were at war with them at one point. is That's not an ongoing thing as far as I know. You mean the Malmagnetos? Yeah. Um, there is tension. There's... War is a... Um, it's not quite the right term for what was going on. It was more that well, the ostracized people of the Tenebri Forest were sent to Mount Magnetos. And that's where most of the tension stems from. They were exiled in a way. I would just be uh, I just have one eye kind of on the forest as we travel certainly and you um, yeah you don't pick up any sort of threats from that direction. Okay. Okay, and what about anybody else? Just keeping an eye on Diego's head. Is that streak <laughs> saying the same size or is that growing? What's that like? <laughs> it's getting worse. You've been watching it throughout the day, and it hasn't been getting any worse. Okay. Ryo, I can, I can tell you're watching me. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like it's watching me. Sting is watching me. Get out of here. Are, are, 
Is there something you need, Rio? Just looking at your hair, Diego. It's very distinguished. Th thanks. Yeah, I... I can't really tell, but... But... That, that, that's great. <laughs> is it is it worrying you? You you just seem very concerned. I don't know. Do other people just spontaneously grow streaks of white in their hair? Not that I know of. Alright, well that's why it's a little disconcerting. Just keeping an eye on it. You're fine. Just pretend like I'm not looking at you. <laughs> you know, it's really hard to not notice that <laughs> now. <laughs> I might be looking off to the horizon, but I can sure tell when <laughs> when people are just staring at me. Ugh, fine. What's he gonna do? Oh, with um with oculus um so uh i saw posh kind of like scanning the tenebri forest could i also could i also use oculus to kind of peer peer into the forest to see if there's anything that's standing out or anything as we're yeah scanning. go ahead and make a uh Perception check, yeah. As a 16 for perception. Okay. Um, yeah, you keep watching. Nothing suspicious or anything from the forest, really. Okay. Um, you continue along the way. Another day goes. Uh, sorry, another day goes by. Um, would you guys like to use your cooking kit? Sure. It's been a while since since we've cooked. I'm a bit rusty. Yep. So we'll need a survival check, a foraging check, a nature check, and a cooking check. And one of you can assist with one of those things. I think I'm the, I will assist. I think I'm the designated cook. I'll hunt. I'll forage. Thank you all. Do okay. Assist me, Kim. Athena! Does that just give him advantage? Or do you have to actually roll? I don't know. <laughs> Gives him advantage. Okay, you have advantage. I got a four. <laughs> I also got a four. Wait, you got a four with advantage? Oh, dang. <laughs> you need to stop rolling on your phone. Go get some actual dice. That's a bad mojo right there. Oh, no. Okay, Diego. I have all these fours is all I have to work with for, for making dinner. <laughs> Make it taste so good, whatever it is. Okay. All right. Let me see. Uh, 
Let me see what I can what I can do here. Uh, <laughs> so I got a five. Um, my my GM my GM inspiration is is a is another D twenty right? Yes. I, I'm I'm just gonna use it now. <laughs> Try oh, okay. So you don't get I'm I'm trying to sal- sal- salvage what I can here because not looking great. Thirteen, better than five. Oh well, I guess thirteen was the roll. Do I guess you add anything to this one, or I guess I'm not. Your proficiency. Okay, so then it's a sixteen total then. Okay, good. Everybody gets four uh, four points added to their maximum hit points. Four. Yes. And you'll keep that um, until the next long rest. So that this will retain uh, for this journey. Yep. We don't deserve it, but we'll take it. With the snails I gathered. <laughs> With the snails you gathered. I made uh, some really nice escargot. Escargo? <laughs> yeah. When life gives you snails, es- make es- escargot escargo. and dandelion soup. Mmm. <laughs> Delicious. Um so Continue along the way. Another day. Another day. Before you guys are zeroing in on settlement of Jaeger, any other conversations or interactions that you'd like to have? Yes. <laughs> Too bad. No, wait. Go ahead. Okay. Um, just while we're all gathered for dinner at some point before... We get there. What is our plan when we get there? What does everyone want to do when we meet Vivian? The Green Knight. Do we know anything about him? Is he as malicious as the Red Knight? We don't know. We need his weapon. What do you want to do with Vivian, Athena? Well, if it is her, we have a lot of questions. I don't know how I feel about bringing her back as a prisoner for Dasko. But we need to talk to her. What did Felix ask you to do with her? Protect her. Essentially.
Alan, can you remind me specifically what the oath was? Sorry that I promised what I promised to do. So it was more that Felix asked you to resolve yourself. He needed you to step up and protect the traveler, protect the realm. This nameless evil, whatever its plan is, is succeeding and you need to do your best to thwart it. So I would convey those sentiments um, I made an oath to Felix. And to this cause. And if this is Vivian traveling with the Green Knight, then we need to find her and figure out what she is doing and do whatever we can to protect our world. Esco has those same thoughts, but he feels like protecting this world might mean removing Vivian from it. Or at least from any power or any position of leadership in it. How do you feel about that? I think it's up for us to decide once we meet her. But are you willing to also go down that path if necessary? That's a good question. If your oath was indeed to protect this world. Then yes, we just need to hear from Vivian what she's doing and what she wants and what this all means. But I agree that it is up to us to make that decision. feel like the only people that I can trust and that we can trust are here in this circle right now. I agree. Same here. 
So if it is Vivian and we get to talk to her, nobody do anything rash. Agreed. All right. And the Green Knight. He kind of took out the red one before we could get any answers. I think we give the Green Knight a chance. But if they try to take our lives, then then we defend ourselves. But I don't think that we go in swinging. I think we go in seeking answers and then defend ourselves if necessary. I would like to question him before we kill him, if possible. I could arrange that. Excellent. That's on you then. Then I think we're I think we're all agreed and on the same page. Right. Very good. Camp and rest once more. You, based on your maps and trajectory, think you'll be arriving in Jaeger tomorrow by evening. The following day, making your way Um, about noon, the sky begins to gray. And about an hour later, begins to darken. Very clear signs of a rainstorm. Brewing. You forge on what's a little weather. Begins to rain. It begins to pour. And it's not letting up. And it is getting muddy on this small road, even though it's not very heavily traveled, it is becoming quite difficult. Thunder is echoing in the distance. The sky is lighting up every now and then. It's eerily dark for this time of day. You get the sense travel um, is no longer a safe activity. 
would our only option of getting cover from from this storm be in the Tenebri Forest? Potentially in the Tenebri Forest. You did see an outcropping of like a um, not exactly a mountain, but not exactly a hill in the distance, um, but inwards towards the forest. I'll turn to Tosh. Do you think it's safe to go in the forest to get out of this storm? I wouldn't risk it. Right, so what should we do then to hunker down? Because this is not getting any better and I don't think our horses are gonna gonna be able to handle this much longer. It's becoming a very unsafe environment. Wind is beginning to thrash, branches falling, trees, the smaller ones being completely uprooted. Ooh. Any ideas, everyone? Just suspicious of this storm, that's all. Yes. As am I. Any particular Does reason? Look magic? Doesn't look magic, it just looks like a violent storm. Well, what our options are, we stand out here and get struck by lightning, or we go in the forest and maybe get apprehended by some elves. I'll take my chances in the forest. Thank you very much. I will start heading in. All right. I'll follow behind her, just calling out, like, I can sense if there's anyone in there, and we can we can flee the forest if needs be. Okay. Pull up my hood. Follow them in. Okay, good. Um, you do exactly that. You uh, start heading in. Um, it doesn't take long before uh, you begin hearing what sounds like a waterfall um, straight ahead. But walking a bit further forward, it's a cliff face that's just being completely enrobed by the t- torrential downpour, just whoosh, a veil of water entirely. Um, actually, Diego, I don't need you to make a perception check. You can tell it isn't solid wall behind a section of that. There is an opening. Oh, okay. Um, then I'll lead the group to that section and then step through the water. You see Diego just disappear into this uh, wall of water. Bye, Diego. And I'll like reach my hand back through and like wave people towards me. <laughs> Alright, I'll follow him. New Diego's strange. <laughs> I say to it, yeah. A little. So is there just like a cave back in here or like Yeah, it's a it's a 
fairly large cave, um, luckily sloped upwards, uh, so it's a, not being the the rain itself isn't penetrating within; it's being kept out, so it's actually quite dry in here. Okay. Well, I'll start putting taking stuff off, like packs and things like that, and trying to dry off as best I can right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are there signs of other people having been in here? Um, go ahead and make a survival check. Eleven. I told you to stop rolling on your phone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you look around, you don't see signs of that. It is a pretty big cave, but you're not sure if people have been here. I'll scan the cave really quick with Oculus, just as a precaution to see if there's anything else in here with us. Okay. You scan about, and something stands out to you immediately. Something not rock just ahead. Um, but you almost did mistake it for that just because of its mass. You thought it was a boulder at first. As I linger on it, can I get a better read on what I'm what I'm what I'm see- sensing? Um, you're not sure what it is. If you want to figure it out, you've got to take a closer look. Okay. I'll warn everyone and then just call out that I'm going to approach just to see if it's dangerous or whatever it is. Um, Athena and Riona make survival checks, please. I got a 23. Um, as you illuminate the cavern, perhaps produce a torch, um, and you see Diego uh, walking forward towards uh, the, the far end of the cave. At your feet, you see something unusual, the, the clay um, that makes up the floor of the cave is actually dyed a deep red. You see splatterings of it, almost as a trail in the direction Diego is walking. <laughs> Diego, wait. I'll, I'll stop. Sit, Diego. Don't respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, looking at it closer, is it blood? You uh, pick it up. Um, it is blood. But it's not fresh. It's very oxidized. Is it like a big amount? You said the floor is, so there's like... It's a a large amount. It looks like a person's worth of blood was just strewn across here. You can tell the amount (laughs) It's a, it's a lot of blood. A <laughs> amount of blood. That's that's a lot of blood. That's a that's that's a 
many blood. You say you see something in here, Diego? Yeah, I'll point at what I'm on what I honed in on. And uh, as you raise a torch, you do see something in the distance. And I... Let's see, let me check the range. Is your lamp Rio? Yeah. Well, it's, it's sort of outside the radius of the torches and stuff, but... How far away am I from it right now? Maybe 40 feet. I'm going to close in to, <laughs> to 30 feet of it. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to use Oculus to cast Detect Thoughts. Ooh. So you go ahead and cast Detect Thoughts. And you get nothing. The object itself remains completely still. Okay, then I'm going to stealthily approach. Okay, make a stealth check, please. Stealth check. That's a nine. Good. Nine. Um, you walk forward a bit more, and as you take a few steps forward, you... Um, step into a, what's a like a, a wet spot a puddle on the ground uh, not very quiet but your nostrils begin to be assaulted by the scent of uh, decay I guess as I'm closing in on this thing can I sense that this whatever it is is dead like, is it, yeah. You're starting to suspect that's the case. Alright, then I'll, I'll close in just to see exactly what it is. So you close the gap, and what you find is an enormous bear, a cave bear specifically. But it looks like it's been dead for several days. Do I see coming from it or from something else? What? Was the blood coming from the dead cave bear or from something else? There. Who knows? Do I see like visible like wounds or things like that on the bear? Um. So Tosh, go ahead and make a uh, investigation check, and Diego as well. Okay. Investigation. You still rolling on your phone? <laughs> I got six. Oh no. Ooh. I'm rolling with the dice. And nope. I got 14. But what what did you roll before that, though? <laughs> My app is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it averages down. <laughs> um, so you're, 
you're not sure what to make of it. Um, but Diego, you can bring it to everyone else's attention. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll let everyone know that there's a dead cave bear over here. Charming. How did it die? Can I do an investigation check? Yeah, uh, go ahead and make a medicine check. Okay. You guys would know better. So as you approach, um, you look at it, and it looks like the bear died um, trying to, uh, like it uh, survived some sort of battle, but got here and bled out eventually. Um, but but you do see our multiple and deep gashes um, in the hide and the belly and the face and the claws um, slashes are more uh, more accurate a description and doesn't look like claw marks or anything this was a single um you can tell it's like somebody took a razor blade to the to the to a teddy bear, you know. Okay. Can we tell where it came from? You're not entirely sure. It is a pretty big bear. You haven't seen one quite this large. You, you've heard that um, there were uh, like cave bears, massive bears down around Jaeger, and that's what sort of the culture in the area has built itself up around, is hunting these things. But why wouldn't they take the carcass or the skin for the teeth? Someone just attacked it and it got away. Yeah, everyone who's doing, you know, hunting, they're trophy hunting. Do you all think that perhaps this bear had a run-in with the Green Knight? Vivian? they were traveling through the Tenebri? Definitely possible. Can I go walk up past it a little bit further and see if there's anything else? Yeah, you walk up past it and you find yourself at the end of the cavern. Um, as you touch the far wall, 
a familiar sensation falls over you, Tosh. Yeah. A spike in adrenaline. Oh no! <laughs> it's happening. Something is. You get the overwhelming urge to run out of the cave. Okay. What's what's causing that? So resisting the urge, you instead. Oh, I haven't resisted it yet. Oh, okay. What do you? What do you? You, you don't what. know is the thing. You can you can find out, or you can just uh, go for it. Do you listen to the impulse, or do you not? <laughs> uh. Yeah, I'll linger for a moment longer. Okay. And see if I can sense where it's coming from. Well, something outside of the cave. Then I'll look around and say... I have to go. I'll be back. And I go kind of, more stealthily, but like I'll start to make my way outside the cave. Pulling out my sword as I go. I, I'm, I'm going to follow after him. <laughs> so yeah, you you walk that way. Um, Back, I'd say, stay here for one second. I'll come get you if I need you. He needs privacy. I mean, I'll walk up to the edge of the water and just stand behind the water, waiting, and just <laughs> being tabs on him with Oculus. <laughs> well, you you walk to the edge of the water with Tosh. Um. in between the uh, ripples and splashes and breaks in the veil of water as you're walking um, your chest pounding as you're taking every step forward a the tree line is illuminated by a bolt of lightning and for a split second you think you see a figure Standing in the trees, the green glint of armor. How far away? You're not sure. By the time that you're trying to <clears throat> figure it out, suddenly an overwhelming. And even Athena and Riona, as you're watching them standing at the veil, bolts of lightning occasionally lighting up their silhouettes. Suddenly, a very bright green light begins to overtake everything and fill up the cavern entirely and die out entirely. With the lightning bolts? 
no, it's just soft glow that slowly gets brighter and brighter and then dies out. Is it reminiscent of a portal glow? You're not sure. The color is very similar. Okay. I would want to rush to the edge of the... Um, <laughs> as, as soon as you take a step forward, you hear something shift. I need everybody to roll initiative. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Dead bear? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Dead bear fight? Something from inside the cave? <laughs> the call is coming from inside the cave! Yeah. At least my initiative rolls are. I know my. Okay, Athena. 16. Diego. 21. Riona. 12. Tosh. Also 21. Ooh. My dex is a plus two. Mine's a plus four, so. Nay. Okay, um, Diego. <laughs> um, whatever Tosh is looking at, your attention is instead, uh, drawn behind as you look in that direction um, something has lunged at Athena as she was trying to make her way to you uh, narrowly avoiding but you're still hearing the duress back there <laughs> suddenly the lumbering uh, that mass that was on the ground has begun to rise on all fours. You hear a deep growl begin to fill the cave as it's uh, lurching forward at Athena specifically. What would you like to do? Um, I'm going to quickly uh, pull up uh, the long fire lance. Be rookie. Line up a shot. And. And to crack at it. Um, as a 15 to hit. 15 hits, roll damage. Okay. That is going to be 13 piercing damage. And I'm going to use a, okay. key, point, a key point to do stunning strike with that round. Ooh, okay. Let's make a, a constitution save. What's your DC? Um, I believe it's a 13, but I'll check. I think you might be at 14 now, but we'll see. Yeah, I'll double check. It's still kind of still kind of new. Mm. Strike is a 14. Okay, um, well, it got a 14, so it succeeds. Okay, that's okay. Um, I'm going to follow up with a second shot then. Go for it. That did not, did not succeed. Okay. Uh, that's a 20 to hit. Hit. And that is another 8 uh, piercing damage. Okay, very good. Um, is there anything else? Um, and I'll use to do to do do. No, um, 
how far away am I from it? Um, right now, 40 feet. 40 feet? Um, I'll actually, like, throw the Longfire Lance back onto my back and then run 40 feet up into melee, because that's my movement speed now. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I'm going to do a bonus action, like, try and, like, kick it in the face. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Unarmed strike, let's go! Yeah. Uh, unarmed strike, that is a 22 to hit. Hit. Uh, that is 7 bludgeoning damage. Very nice. Okay, I assume that's the end of your turn. Yeah, uh, Tosh, it is your turn. Athena, you're on deck. So, like, as I look out there, do I have any inkling where the Green Knight is? You know where you saw him last during that flash of lightning. After the green glow, you lost sight of wherever he was. But I don't have a perception on how far that was. Um, The tree line, but through the breaks in the water, best guess is uh, maybe 50 feet away. Okay, I'm going to cast invisibility on myself. Okay. And then... uh... As I turn invisible, I will go around the edge of the water. If there's any gap or any way to, for me to get out of the water, I will do that. And I will uh, move forward 30 feet in the direction of where I thought I saw the Green Knight. Okay. You do that. Do I see anything as I get closer? Um, as you walk out there... Um, you don't see anything initially. But suddenly you see, um, illuminated by another bolt of lightning. The same figure standing completely motionless. looking almost identical to the knight in red that you saw previously. One hand firmly rested on his side, just watching towards the cave. That's, I think, all you can do with your turn. Athena, it's your turn. Okay. Um, I will catch cast magic weapon on my longsword. Ooh, okay. That gives a plus one. Nice. To hit. So then, um, then I will attack it with my longsword. Do it. Two hands. Uh, just go ahead and roll twice. Okay. No. You gotta add a plus. A nine. <laughs> nine does not hit second attack. Okay. And, uh, uh, 19. 19 hits, roll damage. Okay. And that's five. Five damage. Yes. And that's all I can do. Oh, I want to see, look, is he still dead? Like, is he just reanimated? So as as you go into strike, um, you 
like you know meet the flesh but it's dry it's hard Oh no. <laughs> um, it is still dead. Oh. Um, and you see its eyes have become a swirling green color. Um, <laughs> glowing, glowing green. Good. Um, so, that's the end of your turn. Riona, you'll be next. Okay. But it's the cave bear's turn right now. <laughs> um, it's going to. Uh, swipe at Diego first. Uh, Diego, that's a 20 to hit. Uh, yeah. It's... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to do 12 slashing damage and then try to bite Athena. That's another 20. Yeah. Ouch. Okay, 10 piercing damage onto you and you are grappled. Oh, no. Okay. Um, Riona, it's your turn. Okay. Um, I'd like to run up and hit the bear with Galatine. Okay. 15 to hit. 15 hits, roll damage. 11. Very nice. I will bonus action give Athena inspiration. Okay, Athena, you have inspiration. Diego, it's your turn. Tosh, you're on deck. Um, all right. So, um, I'm in melee. Is the bear the bear has now lashed onto Athena? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Its mouth like has attached to her uh, shin. Okay. Um, I'm going to um, pull out the wrist rocket and like fire two shots right into its jaws. Try and like I don't know, like. Black the way at its mouth or something like that. Right, like, right, right. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, go ahead and roll your attacks. If both of them hit, we'll deduct the damage from one of them, and she'll be released from the grapple. Uh, first one is a fifteen. Hits. And second one is a twenty-eight. Both hit. Okay, so uh, you're able to pry it uh, basically open just enough for her to slip out and with the second portion of your attack go ahead and roll one uh, attack's worth of damage that'll be eight piercing damage and then um, I will do Um, I'll spend one key point to take patient defense. Okay, so you get into a defensive position. Tosh, that, it's your turn, oh, Athena. I was going to use the, the D4 thing to see if I... Uh, oh, did you use a key point? Okay, go ahead and use that. I get to do that, and then um, I didn't get it, so I'm going to use the charge from Oculus to get to it back. To make it a four. Okay, there you go. So you have retained the key point. Yep. Um, Tosh, your turn. Athena, you're on deck. As I look at the Green Knight, what feelings do I have towards him? So you're just. <laughs> so you're looking at him, and he, what all you hear is the pattering of rain against just solid metal or hollow metal. You know, uh, like someone left a. a 
a large sheet uh, of tin out in the rain, just a echoing across his armor. And you are feeling an overwhelming surge and just drive within your chest uh, with every step you take closer to the Green Knight who is just still adamantly watching very um, intently even though you don't see a face or anything like that you can tell all of its focus is on the cave do I feel an anger towards him a hatred towards him like is there any Thing coming through or is it just kind of neutral you're not sure what it is that you're feeling whether it is a anger boiling up and as you try to interpret it you realize it's not that it's something else very distinctly not anger but I don't know what it is I can't determine quite what it is that's, that's, that's all you got <laughs> dun, dun. is there anything else you do I will stealthily move up behind him okay but I'm not going to do anything yet I'm going to hold my uh, attack action if I see him do anything aggressive. Okay. Athena, it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to bonus action cast spiritual weapon. Okay. Um, is a 12? Very good. Um, a 12 to hit? Yes. It will not hit. Okay. Alright, then I will try uh, just attacking with my longsword again. Okay, but don't forget your plus one. Yes. Two attacks and a plus one. Alright, so the first one is an uh, 18 to hit. Okay. Second one is a 25 to hit. Those both hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Awesome. First one is uh, 13 damage. 14, 14 damage, yes, thank you. Okay. 13, 14 slashing, piercing. Slashing. And then the next one is 13. Okay. Very good. Okay. Um, the cave bear is going to let out a guttural roar. Everybody inside of the cave, please make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. I have an advantage on this. Well, it made me do a charisma saving throw instead for some reason. I don't know why. Well, it's too bad. Like, that's not what I wanted to, to do. Bear is just too charming. <laughs> Can't resist. <laughs> I, I got a 20 for a wisdom saving throw. Okay. 18. Okay. 
22. And 22. So for a moment, you guys are all filled with an overwhelming fear and want to run away, but you're able to shake it off quite succinctly. Um, so the cave bear is going to continue on and attack. Um, that's a 26 to hit. Who's it attacking? Um, it is attacking Diego first. Oh, it has disadvantage against me because I'm in. I'm taking. You're absolutely right. And actually, that nullifies the crit that it was gonna be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so it, but it's still, I think, going to hit with a twenty-two. Yeah, definitely hits, but at least it's not a crit. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and to Athena, that's a fifteen to hit. Uh, that does not. Hit. Okay, very good. Uh, Diego, however, yeah, um, is going to take another twelve slashing damage. Oh boy. <laughs> Um, Briona, it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to cast a healing word on Diego. Okay. And that will be... I rolled pretty good. 11. Healing for you, and then... Can I also cast Searing Notes because it's a cantrip? Yes, yes you can. Okay, well, I'm going to take out my violin and cast Searing Notes at this bear. Do it. 16 16 hits. Roll damage. 13 damage. 13 damage. Okay. Okay, anything else? That's it. Diego, it's your turn. Tosh, you're on deck. Okay. Um, as an action, I'm going to channel all my energy into myself and do quickened healing as an action. Uh, so I regain a d6 plus three hit points. Um, so that'll be five more hit points that I heal. Um, and then I'm going to roll to see if I get any of those back. If not, then I'm going to use another charge from Oculus. Um, I will. I got one of them back, so I'm not going to use a charge. So I'll just lose the one instead of two for doing that. But okay. because, I used, because I used a key point as part of my action, I'm going to use key field attack to do a bonus action with um, the wrist rocket. As my monk weapon. Okay. And fire shot. That is a twenty-one to hit. <laughs> Hits. And that is only going to be six uh, piercing damage. Okay. Very good, Tosh. It's your turn. He didn't make any uh, type of movement, I'm guessing, in front of me. No, he's quite statuesque right now. Okay, I'm going to focus in on trying to understand the feeling that I'm having towards this man. And also, I'm going to look at the sword. At Is he holding it out, or is it just in his, on his side? 
It's at his side. You see that his hand is firmly grasped over the uh, the hilt of it. Um, you realize it's not anger, and as you take a step forward and your focus shifts from the knight to the sword, it's excitement. It's it's an adrenaline. It's almost a uh, overwhelming sense of um, need. Do a quick glance around. Is Vivian anywhere nearby? You look around. You don't see anyone else in the vicinity. But you do hear a roar from the cave, and you can hear the uh, clattering of steel and the slashing of claws against armor. You know that your friends need your help. <laughs> so you feel very torn. You want that sword bad, though. <laughs> Gotta have it. You must do what you feel is right, of course. Oh, no. I know, like, I will fail if I try and grapple him for the sword. <laughs> he, he doesn't seem to be... Uh, he, it doesn't seem like he's able to stop you right now. He seems focused. Yeah, so if I went... Okay, so if I went in and tried to pull the sword away from him... Just... Let's do that. I actually was doing it. <laughs> let's do that. My invisible self moves okay. forward. I get everything set, and I go to pull the sword out from its hilt. And kind of surprise him with that, uh, pulling away from it. <laughs> okay. So. I need you to make... A sleight of hand check. With advantage or no? Nope. Dude, I need to stop rolling with this. This is the worst. <laughs> what did I tell you? How many times have I told you? It's just instinct. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Bye, Tosh. <laughs> Maybe I'll break his concentration on you guys either way. Yeah. Hey. So, uh, Tosh, you get in position. It's going to be difficult maneuvering around his hand, but you're getting more and more confident. And you see um, for a split second, you quickly reach and grab and pull with all your might. For a moment, it doesn't give at all. Then you hear the distinct sound of a sword being uh, exiting its sheath. 
Um, does a 23 hit you? Yes. <laughs> when you felt the, f the give finally, um, instead, uh, you are launched backwards, but uh, sliced upwards at the same time, just with a single hand and movement. Um, you take 11 slashing damage. And you see the knight just return it to its sheath and its focus uh, unbreaking still on the cave. Dang. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Uh, um, Athena, it's your turn. Yes. Okay. I want to uh, bonus action spiritual weapon again. Just use the attack? Yes. Does a sorry. Hmm? Ooh, a crit. Ooh. Does a twenty-seven hit? <laughs> Maybe. So yeah, and roll damage. Okay. It, it auto ups it yeah. to a crit damage. Okay. Actually, ooh. What? Is she allowed to channel her divine smite through her spiritual weapon? Is that a thing she could do? I don't think so. It needs to be through a melee weapon that she's wielding, if I'm not mistaken. Or if she grabs it. <laughs> That's uh, she can pretend to hold it all she wants, but she's never actually holding it because yeah. it's ethereal. But, you know, right, same well, difference. That's 13. Nice. Damage. Oh, okay. And then I'll do the long on... Uh, Wow, the longsword strike again. Two of Go them. Go ahead, roll twice. I crit it again! Ooh, ooh. What? Oh, so because you did that. Uh huh. Your divine smite, because you get to crit damage your divine smite. Alright, gonna do that. How do I do that? <laughs> you burn a first level spell slot because it's the most efficient. <laughs> okay, yes. So I'll do that. It turns in from 2d8 damage for one spell slot into 48 but you still roll the, the crit damage from the normal attack Ten. Okay. so roll that first okay so so 16 yeah 16 for the for the sword itself now for the divine smite you roll 48 dice and that is 21 that was the first one First attack. First attack. That's another twenty. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so now you roll another attack. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, good. I know, right? <laughs> nope, that was good. That one doesn't even hit. Yeah. It's an 11. <laughs> Still, that was really nice. That was cool, yeah. So make sure you mark it off. <laughs> yes. Okay, um, so uh, that's the end of your turn. It's going to be the cave bear now. Um... As you guys are attacking, uh, it's <laughs> trying to uh, just get its bearings. You can tell that you're, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> uh, you guys are beginning to overwhelm it. And then um, it focuses in on, um, on Riona. Riona, you get a sense that you've been Afflicted by something, but you're not sure what. 
That, what? That, that sounds ominous. That's very ominous. <laughs> what did it do to her? What's it doing? Um, it has a new focus and zeal on her. Um, something it didn't have before, but it's going to make both of its attacks against Riona right now. It's a 15 to hit. Yep. Followed by a 19 to hit. Oh no. Oh, Little oh, dice went everywhere. Bye bye. <laughs> Well, okay. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be fourteen slashing damage, followed by. Oh no! Oh dear! Seventeen piercing damage. Are you looking, Rio? You're okay. I have eleven hit points left. Um, can I use a charge of Galatine and do a hellish rebuke? Hmm. Absolutely. Why, yes, yes, you can. Do it. Um, where does that live? Makes a dexterity saving throw, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Oh, that's going to be an 11. Okay. Um, then it fails, so it will take 14 fire damage. Okay, so as a reaction to just being struck over and over, um, it's like the sword itself is trying to defend you, and there's a sudden flash of fire, and the bear is... <laughs> Um, stumbles backwards just a little bit as you as the <laughs> smell of burnt fur and uh, flesh begins to fill the chamber. Um, Diego, it's not your turn because it's Riona's turn. Diego, you're on deck. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, I would like to um, wield the violin bow. And turn it into the confession okay. again. Slice. Oh, that's a twenty-five. Hello. Okay, yeah, I'll allow it. Mm-hmm. Eleven <laughs> damage from that. Eleven. Very nice. And then I'll, mm, bonus action, Diego inspiration. Okay. That's it. Okay, Diego, it's your turn. Cool. Um, I'm going to um, do... Kill the beast. Trying to. Um, I'm going to fire two more shots with the wrist rocket into it. Okay. Uh, first hit is a 25. Hit. Um, the second one is a 12. Does so not hit. I'm going to use my focused aim to up it. Um, oh, okay. I'll do two key points to get it up to a 16. Okay. And then... Oh, it only counts as one uh, instance of 
So go ahead and roll a d4 to see if you can keep one of those. Okay. Um, I don't, but can I use a charge to automatically regain yes. them? Okay. Um, and then... Just so, one of them. Okay. So I use... Okay, so I get one of them back. Um, and then... So that means both would hit then? Yes. Okay. So damage for the first one is eight. Damage for the second one is eight. Good. Uh, I'm going to bonus action unarmed strike it. And just do another like spinning kick in its face. Go for it. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. It hits real damage. Um, that is five bludgeoning. Is it okay? Is it still uh, still up after that? I have, I haven't had one more. Yes, it's it's still up. Um, then I'm gonna throw in a stunning strike with that last blow, trying to. Uh, okay. So, Constitution saving throw for the bear. Here we go. Um, uh, that's going to be a twenty-four. Oh well, yeah, he succeeds. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. It rolled real good that time. No, okay. All right. Well, that's uh, that's it for my turn. Okay, Tosh, it is your turn. So he just locked back in on the cave. Yes. Put the sword away. Okay, I'm gonna try and. Um... Okay, I'm gonna bonus action hexblade curse the that that fella. Okay. And then uh, from where I'm at, where I got knocked over, I'm going to uh, Eldridge blast him to try and break his concentration. Okay. Twelve. Are you kidding me right now? I'm. It should have two beams. Yeah, with your level. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. get two. Now. Twenty-four. Twenty-five. That will hit. Jeez Louise. Nine damage. Okay. So, uh... One of them just, you know, whizzes by, and the other... <laughs> Hits him right in the pauldron. Um, and for just a moment, you see his head turn towards you, Tosh. Just a moment. <laughs> Is that the end of your turn? It was actually 12 damage, I forgot, because it was plus 3. Ooh. With my hex first, I forgot. Uh, okay. Does his attention go back? Or does it rest on me? Pay attention to me. It seems to be resting on you. <laughs> That's right. That's the end of my turn. Okay. Um, the Green Knight uh, locked in on you, takes a few steps forward. And you see him draw the sword out again. 
um, with every step and your eyes just being transfixed on sword with the red hilt as you take steps forward. I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. <laughs> yep. And you hear him utter a word. Insolent. As he makes two attacks against you. Okay. Okay, so he rolled 24 to hit and 24 to hit. All right. Um, the first hit deals 13 slashing damage, and the second hit uh, deals 15 slashing damage. Oh, yikes. Uh, how, how, you, how you doing there, Tosh? Are you, are you still standing? Oh, yeah, I'm standing. Okay, I'm standing. Yeah, he's definitely closed the gap on that, and um, you see um, as he's holding the sword, like little sparks of red energy, uh, like electricity, um, beginning to shoot uh, from the hilt up into his arm. Um, like uh, beginning to make the detailing of his gauntlet glow red. And that's the end of his turn. Athena, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, Rio, how you looking? Point wise. I have 11 hit points left. Okay. Um, I'm going to run to Rio and lay on hands. And how many hit points do you need, Rio? Um, I can't do math. Hold on. 27. Okay, I will give you uh, 20 hit points. Thank you. Oh no. Okay, and that's my turn. Okay, very good. Oh, um, you can use your spiritual weapon as a bonus action. Yes, and yes I will do that. Bonus but action. since you said your turn's over, you know. It's just... Oh, you... <laughs> then go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, sorry. That is a ooh twenty six. Two hit. Very nice. And that is nine. Damn it. Okay, this bear is looking pretty ragged. Good. But only just. That's nice. <laughs> so good to yes. hear. <laughs> exactly. Um, so it is. 
Um, still focused on um, Riona. Um, Riona, make an Arcana check. Leave her alone. <laughs> Leave her alone. Owl beast. Back to being dead. Fifteen. Okay. What's your AC? Fifteen. <laughs> okay. 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 Okay, so it's a 19 and a 25 to hit for both. Um, but as it's striking at you, the first attack is... 18 wow. slashing damage. I've got to heal it when I did. Right. And the second attack... is 16 piercing damage um but as it's uh, attacking you this last bit you get almost the sense that um something something else happened there was there was something else that this bear did um and you try to uh think about what it could be but the only thing coming to your head doesn't quite make sense. Um, it, you feel like it might have cast like Hunter's Mark on you <gasps> as you pass out. So it cast a spell. The bear itself did. That's the end of the bear's turn. Riona, it is your turn. Okay, well, I'm down, so I will make it. Okay, go ahead and make a death saving throw. Natural twenty. That's a failure. Oh no, that's not good. Failure. Okay, Diego, it's your turn. Okay, I'm gonna try and get up in the bear's face and try and point point blank with the wrist rocket to try and draw his attention away from Rio. Okay. Since it's so fixated on her. Um, so that's going to be a 27 to hit. Hit. And then another 27 to hit. Oh, okay. Uh, for damage, it's going to be 6 damage. Good. And then another uh, 8 damage. Okay. Uh, and then I'm gonna bonus action uh, do another kick at it with my foot. <laughs> Take it down. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be a 25 to hit. 25 hit uh, for another seven bludgeoning damage. Nice. Any <laughs> any more wear and tear on this bear, or is it still? It it still look it looks very ragged. Um. Are you going to change that kick into a curb stomp? Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Over blood. Over blood. I mean, we kind of have to at this point. 
Um, I'm gonna. It's already dead. It, feel oh, is it? Is it already dead? Or is no, it, it's no. like a dead creature. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. Yes. Still, it's still and standing. no. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try one more stunning strike on it. Just, just to see if I can stop it from, from attacking this round. Okay. So another Constitution saving throw for it. Okay. What you got for me, Bear? <laughs> um, and eleven. It fails finally. Okay. It is now stunned. Finally, you have like its jaw comes out of place, and uh, oh. it's, it has a uh, unusual moment. All right, then I just like, I just like without looking at Athena. Athena, get Rio up now. Okay, I will bear the dying. Well, it's it's not. It's turn. not Athena's turn. Oh, it is Tasha's turn. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just telling you as a like. Yes. Like, now's our chance to get her up without the bear. What after? Ready. Reaction. Okay. <laughs> okay. I will. I don't know if they hear me through the water, but I will shout out help as loud as I can. Okay. And then I will pull up my sleeve to reveal my tattoo and cast Hypnotic Pattern using the tattoo and channeling that. Okay, what kind of save throw is that? A wisdom save. Okay. Never cast Hypnotic Pattern before, but uh, felt like this was... <laughs> now is the time. Something <laughs> I might be able to do. Okay. And for... A moment you see the night focus in on your tattoo. Uh oh. <laughs> oh. Did you mute? Athena, it is your turn. Okay. I will go to Rio and cast Cure Wounds. Okay. Um, that is nine hit points. Thank you. Welcome. No, but you should use your spiritual weapon. Even when he's stunned? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Then yes, I, then I will use, uh, cast, cast, pack then again. And it should, if it hits, it's an auto crit against it? Yes. It's yeah. a 19 to hit. Definitely hits. So you get to, okay. so hold the button down, and then do crit. Oh, there you go. And then, no, you have to, it says roll right oh, there. Okay. Yeah. 13 damage. Okay. Um, as this final slice comes down, it removes the head from the bear entirely, decapitating it, and the body just 
clumps to the side as you are um, getting Riona, uh, you know, up off, off, back onto her feet. You hear in the distance a shout for help from outside, but it might have been a trick of the wind or something like that. Osh. It's like, oh yeah, Tasha's in here. <laughs> All right, well, I've still got points, so I'll go out. <laughs> go after Tosh. Okay, making your way over there. Um, so that'll be the end of combat. For one minute. Yes. For one minute. <laughs> okay, so um, we, can all, we can all run outside then to, to join Tosh? You all run outside. However, Tosh is nowhere to be seen. <gasps> what? Do we see the Green Knight? No. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Pardon? So Tosh, <laughs> Tosh, um, before all this, as you were showing your tattoo to the Green Knight, casting this, there is a look, and then you hear, uh, you know, uh, release of frustration, a boiling over expression, and your vision goes red the last thing you saw was the sword flinging upwards into your face once again you felt an overwhelming warmth begin to um, basically fight the uh, cold rain now a, a warm liquid is uh, trying to uh, warm you back up but on the outside where it shouldn't be. Your eyes open a little. And as your vision is fading, you hear a voice. A woman's voice. Wait. And a glow, a soft glow and the locking of steel as if something has gone completely rigid suddenly. And your vision fades entirely. And that's where we're gonna end this session. Oh no. Jeez.